Hey everyone, and welcome to the Space Between Podcast, getting you from where you are to where you want to be. I'm your host, Vernon Ross, and whether it be in business, life, relationships, money, health, there's always a place, the place where you currently are, and that goal, that place you want to be. We're going to explore this space because it is fascinating, the journey between where you currently are and where you want to get to. Sometimes getting to that place you define as success, sometimes it's just the next step. I'm going to be talking to interesting people that have done amazing things in life. We're going to be talking to everyday people because we're all everyday people. And I want to know at the end of the show what's your in between. So definitely make sure to reach out to me. Let me know what that is. And we're going to go ahead and get into the show. Finding your purpose. You know, there's so many thoughts running around in my head about this subject of actually finding your purpose. Oftentimes when, you know, you go through life, you're wondering, you know, what is it that I, I really want to do? And you'll go down a path of where you're you're doing a thing. Uh, for me, it was pursuing a, a career in technology. I remember back when I was in second grade, we took a trip to IBM, and it was the first time I'd ever seen that many computers in one place. And it was really at the beginning of the internet age, um, actually right before that. We got a chance to tour uh, an IBM facility and see the mainframes, and I was like, wow, this is the coolest place I've ever seen before in my life. There was all this technology, raised floors, massive computers stacked as high as you could see. And I thought, one day I'm gonna work here. I had no idea in the second grade how I would actually achieve that, but that was what I wanted. I'm like, I wanna work here. This is the coolest place I've ever seen. And for me, that was the overarching goal. And through life, my path took me there. And eventually I did work for IBM and I got a chance to go back out to at least where the data center was. It's not there anymore. But it was a dream that was realized, and I had a purpose. But past that purpose, what, what was there? And I think that's sometimes where we get lost, is we, we may come up with a thing that we love or a thing that we think that we love, and we chase it. And then once we get to that goal, we realize that, Maybe this isn't what I wanted. I talked about that a little bit last episode and that last reflection about, you know, changing, changing your, your mind and going for what it is that you really want to do. But in this one, I wanted to talk a little bit about purpose and what drives you and finding clarity of purpose. Because I think when, you, when you're not clear on what it is that you really want to do and you don't move forward, in the pursuit of the things that you really want, that you end up in a place where you're not your best self. And I, I had a listener actually send me something that was interesting um, because it touches on two things. It talks about not feeling as if you're enough, which is part of the whole problem with finding clarity of purpose. 
if you're not satisfied with yourself, if you're not clear on who you are, it's difficult to find a purpose that's actually worth who you are. You'll chase things that you really don't need to chase. I actually talked about that in the book, Master Your Message, The Sirens of Shiny Things. And uh, it, was a, it was a short chapter. Well, all the chapters in the book are short. But it was a short chapter uh, talking about my pursuits of buying stuff. And the reason that it's buying stuff, there's a, there's a site called JVZoo. And it's a wonderful site. Lots of business products, mostly information products and software, stuff like that. But what happens is you'll you'll see something. You'll get on somebody's mailing list. You'll you'll run into an advertisement. You'll get retargeted for something. And you go, you know, oh, actually, that does not sound like a bad thing. And I likened it to the sirens in Greek mythology, the ones that would lure the sailors to the shore or to the to the craggy rocks, and their ships would run aground. Um, and the sirens weren't these beautiful women calling to them. They were actually you know, evil mermaids that would consume their souls and stuff like that. Really dark stuff. But it parallels JV Zoo. And it parallels all the distractions of your business or your life that you get into. It looks great. It sounds great. And, you know, you're going to buy this piece of software and it's going to work for you. Are you going to read this training or go through this course and it's going to teach you everything you need to know and you're going to start doing video and you're going to start doing this and you're going to start doing that and you get so many customers that you won't know what to do and you're going to have to hire two or three virtual assistants just to handle the business and basically what ends up happening is nothing you buy it maybe you log into it maybe you don't maybe you read the materials maybe you don't Life starts getting in the way, and because it really was not part of your purpose to begin with, you end up not doing it, and you end up leaving it behind. And ultimately, you end up back at square one, not having achieved your goal, and not really moving further to your purpose. And it's fine because it's a failure, and I think, you know, pretty much like I said in the book, failures are the stepping stones you leave behind. They're, they're there, and they're there for you to recognize, but it's something that you move past, and your message actually moves you forward. And so your, and your purpose moves you forward, but you have to define that clearly. And often, when you're trying to define that purpose, you have to make sure it aligns with what you think is important. And if you don't know that, there is an exercise that you can do where you continue to ask questions about what's important to me. And I was reluctant to share this on the podcast or to share this at all, but it's something that I went through uh, years ago. And it's something that I think you can go through uh, on a fairly regular basis. And this one is, it's a series of asking questions, about seven. And by the time you get to the true answer that's usually your true purpose and i went through i was doing a branding training and i I tell this story um 
often when I'm talking to people about branding and your purpose and understanding your personal brand and it being more than just a buzzword. But we were talking about motivations. I was actually trying to convince some people, a group of people that I was speaking to for training, that this is why you need social media. This is this is what social media is for, to elevate your message, to get it out there, to let people know exactly the good that you're doing. Um, without revealing this person, I'm going to tell this story. And the story is about, uh, they basically, they provided a service for the community uh, through farming. And they were feeding hundreds of families. So the question I asked was, why is that important to you? She said, what do you mean, why is it important to me? Why is it important to you to feed 300 families? And the answer was, well, because these families need food and there's no grocery stores in their area. And the, gro- and the stores that are in their areas, the bodegas that they have, which is a little corner store, if you guys aren't familiar with East Coast slang, the bodegas that they have, the stuff isn't healthy. They don't have choices of fresh fruits and vegetables. And I want to provide that. I'm like, okay, so you said that you're providing this service. You're growing this food because these families have limited access to fruits and vegetables and you want to help with that. But why do you want to help with that? She goes, well, because if they don't have fruits and vegetables, they don't have a choice of those fresh foods. Um, They're not as healthy as they need to be. And I want them, you know, I want people to be as healthy as possible because freshly grown organic fruits and vegetables, they, they help you, they help you to grow, they help you to develop. And that's important. I'm like, okay, so you said that you wanted to feed these three families, these, these 300 families, you wanted to provide this resource because they don't have the resources in their, in their area. And then you said that you want, fresh fruits and vegetables in the area because, hey, fresh fruits and vegetables help you to develop, and that's important. Why is it, why is it important for people to develop healthy? And we went on and on, and then we got to, like, the last couple of questions, and it, it went to children. And then we start talking about kids because a big mission of this place was they were involving the families through the children and the children would come and they would learn about farming and they would learn about fresh fruits and vegetables. And then they could influence their parents and their parents would embrace the fresh fruits and vegetables and learning how to prepare them and stuff like that. But I'm like, well, why is it important for you to work with these children? Uh, And I noticed that all of the children are from all different backgrounds. And then she said, because I don't ever want a child to feel unwelcomed. And I'm like, well, why don't you want a child to feel unwelcomed? And then she went into this story 
of how she was the only Latina in her school. And on her first day, she got met with prejudice and racism because she looked different than the other kids. And she remembered the little girl's name. And she remembered exactly what she said to her. And she was like, we don't have any brownies here. And she didn't really understood what it meant. And they just, they said it to her, they, they repeated it, and she remembered what the little girl said. And when she asked her mom about it, her mom told her what it meant. And she was devastated. And of course, by this time, the entire room is just bawling. But that was her purpose. Her purpose was to make sure that no kid felt that. So that was why she was growing the food and, and running this farm is because she didn't want another child to experience that. Because through bringing in children from all backgrounds, she was able to bridge that gap of not being exposed to other cultures and bringing those children together and impacting those lives so that they would not continue that cycle of prejudice. That if she could expose a Latina to someone that was Caucasian or someone that was black to someone who's Asian or someone, you know, from whatever culture to another culture, that she could not only help the food grow, but that she could help them grow as people. That's purpose. And when you, when you get to the truth of what it is that really drives you, that's how you find motivation. That's how you find clarity of purpose. And you can do it in seven questions. You just have to go through what it is that is really important. Your motivations aren't money. Your motivations aren't things. They're oftentimes, your, your motivations and your purpose is often something that is as beautiful as making sure that no child faces racism. So what's your purpose? That's the question that you have to ask. I wanted to share with you guys, um, I can't share the whole thing, but I did want to share a, a portion of a blog post that a listener sent me. And it's talking about her in between. And it's actually talking about really um, her journey of self-awareness and realizing that she matters. And something that was really, really poignant about something that she said, she talked about, you know, when she was a little girl and thinking that she never had a sense of style. And that she, you know, realized that even to this day that she, she does it and she 
recounted a story of being over a friend's house and actually counting the number of styles of jeans that the girl had in her closet, which I thought was interesting and funny because I recall doing very similar things. Um, But, you know, one of the things that she said, and I'm actually going to read it to you uh, because it was really good. And it was it was something that I think we all do to a certain extent, and it, it can take us away from what our true purpose is and it, it can cloud you. And so she talks about, you know, to this day, she can see how she's become overly aware of things and that rather than celebrating what she can do and what she's good at, she seeks approval and attention as if those are the things that are going to feed her soul. And unfortunately that constant seeking of attention actually robs it. It robs your soul of what you need. And unchecked, she becomes a different person, a less desirable version of herself, the gene-counting, lonely, wanting version. And she misses out, and she hurts. Choosing to dream rather than pursue, or worse, choosing not to dream and not to try, not to hope, and to actually bless the world with her gifts. And I just thought that, wow, that was beautiful and open, and I appreciate her for sharing. But then she took the conversation back to, you know, basically sum up that that none of that stuff matters, and that she, she does. And she, you know, learned that in the best of times, that's all that really counts is that she matters. And... I not only agree with that, but I think it was beautifully written. Uh, And that's often the place we end up. Is not, not really pursuing the things that we want, being afraid to dream, being afraid of failure. It's having a conversation with a good friend and having a go at it, having a rough go with, you know, looking for a different job and not being able to find the, the right type of work and the type of work that, you know, is, is really important to her and the things that she really wants to do. And she's given up. It's one of those things where you, you're talking to someone and you realize that they're giving up and that they're allowing every outside influence to push them down and to keep them from doing the thing that they really want to do. And so I had to ask, I'm like, well, if you could not fail, would you continue to do it? And of course I got, well, that's a silly question. Of course, if I couldn't fail, of course I would do it. And I'm like, well, what's stopping you from pursuing it? The idea that you might fail. And she goes, well, what happens if I do? I'm like, then you continue forward. But what is everyone going to think? I don't want this person to be right. I don't want that person to be right. And that's often what holds us back. When you don't have that clarity of purpose, when you're trying to please others, when you're worried about what other people will think, it takes you off that path. When you're counting the number of genes that people have in their closets, it can take you off your path. It can make you feel like you don't matter, but you do. 
and your purpose does. It's it's just interesting how we allow those things to to take us to those places. It's unfortunate, but the good thing is, is that when you're aware of it, you can change it. When you start asking the questions about what really motivates you, then you can get there. I would share uh, a little bit more about this, but it can be a heavy subject to think about and talk about and to resolve uh, about what your clarity of purpose is. It really can, because when you start getting deep into what really drives you, it can open you up, but it can change your life. That is a conversation that can take you a lot deeper. And if you like, try it with me. You know, go through those seven questions and continue to ask yourself why you want the things that you want. And those first few answers are going to be easy. But when you get to the bottom of it, when you get to those last two or three three answers, you'll get to your true purpose and you'll figure out quickly what it is that really drives you and it will help you gain that clarity of purpose. And that's what's going to keep you motivated. That's what's going to keep you moving forward when you don't want to move forward. It's going to make you hit the record button on your podcast even though you don't want to. And even though it's late and it's not exactly when you wanted it to be out, but you're going to hit the record button and you're going to record the episode and you're going to edit it and get it out there because it's what needs to be done because it's part of who you are. And oftentimes your purpose is. So think about that. Take that with you into the week and let me know what you think. I want to know you're in between. And I'll talk about it on the show. Uh, this this podcast is, I'm, I'm bringing it to you, and it's going to be a lot rawer than you're used to things being <laughs> with podcasts that I do. But this one is, um, this one is, these reflections, these solo reflections that I do, I'm going to be talking about things that coincide with Master Your Message, The Guide to Finding Your Voice in Any Situation. It's the book that I wrote last year. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, CEO Reads, 1-800-CEO-READS, or 800-CEO-READS, whatever it is. Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, wherever you buy your books, you can find it. But nevertheless, uh, a lot of the reflections in the podcast are going to be things that are in the book and um, things that I run into and your in-betweens, the things that you're struggling with and the space in between where you are and where you want to be. So definitely make sure to check out the book if you have not already. Uh, hit me up on the website, vernonross.com. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast. If you found any of these messages important to you, if you got any value out of it, let me know. Let me know what that value is. You can email me, vernon at vernonross.com at any time, and I usually answer back fairly quickly. But if I don't, don't worry. I'll get back to you. But, yeah, leave me a message there. Um, thinking about adding some voicemails to the site so you guys can leave a message uh, and leave your in-betweens in audio if you want to. So let's think about that. If you, if you want to do that, I'm thinking about that. But you can instant message me and send me the audio as well. That's, that, that works too. 
<laughs> but anyway, um, of course, go ahead, leave a rating and review and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I cannot wait to hear what some of you all have to say. And I've gotten a couple really good reviews from people, so I really do appreciate uh, the kind words that you guys have said so far about the podcast. I really do appreciate that. And with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead, get out of here, and I'll see you in the next one. The interviews are coming in October. 